0: Hello there, and welcome to the newest episode of the Mononofu podcast on the slightly different day of a Monday. Uh, we have a very interesting episode lined up for you, and I am Mark, A.K.A. Social Anime Guy, and I am joined by.
1: Who who are you joined by?
0: I don't know who am I joined by.
1: Well, you got uh, you got me. Uh, I'm Aaron also known as SonicBoom0075 on Twitter. Hit me up. We also got
2: David. Hi, I'm David. I'm Nemunata on Twitter. Uh, so, as Aaron said, hit us up. And uh, we're, we're doing something very special today with, with uh, the one right next to me, Alberto. Um, as you can see, if you're listening to this on the stream, if you're just an audio listener, then... So it won't matter to you but we got synced pictures and it's the best thing ever and i'm passing the baton to you alberto
3: thank you david uh i agree this is just about the best thing ever uh my name is alberto uh you can follow me at Alberto T 621 if you're watching it right now the numbers aren't in the right order
0: well, oh that's <laughs> fine <laughs> 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 let, let me change that
3: a bit of a mistake but I,
0: I it's it's late it's late
3: it's it's fine uh, again it's 621 <laughs> nobody noticed i mean i noticed but that's it's okay <laughs> and final member is jake
4: hi i'm jake and i'm boring
0: <laughs> good <laughs> intro good um, intro um,
4: I wrote that. Nice.
0: Is that literally what you wrote down, ready? Very
4: very solid. (laughs) I thought it was short and sweet. It was better than the last one, right? I don't remember (laughs) what happened last time.
0: That probably means it was better.
4: I was unprepared.
2: Uh, Well, (laughs) at least you were prepared this time.
0: Yes. Prepared for not being prepared. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, so we have a lot to cover, we're gonna we've got we've got a decent bit of news to cover and then we're gonna cover some more Amaranthus it's making its return and we will also have a nice topical discussion. Um the first part of a two part discussion on Makuga Agaru or The Curtain Rises. Um the movie that was released last year featuring Mama Clo. So but first I think we should get into some news, shall we?
1: Sure. What you got for us this time? I
0: th- I think the place we have to start is the new single. Um, right.
1: The Golden History is it is it called?
0: Yeah, I keep on calling it the golden What what It's the, the gold the golden history. I keep on calling it the golden festival or the golden Golden holiday, golden holidays. One I like oh, to call yeah, it a call lot. Oh yeah,
2: call it the golden holiday. Yeah. The golden
0: I, week. I I just mix <laughs> up I just mix up the names all the time into something different a lot of the time as well. But yeah, so this is a new single that's set to come out on the beginning of next month, I believe. Actually, fourth September, if I remember correct. It's oh quite yeah, soon.
4: that's
1: a nice. It's a nice uh, birthday present. If you want to hit me up and throw that single in my mailbox, uh, feel free to do so. You know, I, I prefer the album number C, letter C, whatever you prefer, C. Um, and just hit me up, send me that album uh, or a single my way. Uh, my birthday's in September. Oh, OK. Mine is too. Oh, also, send Jake the single. Send him the single. My, my, my birthday is in
0: September month. if you pretend it's March. No. So then, or you should send it my way.
1: You don't, you don't get the single. You have to buy Damn. it. Damn. No. <laughs> you know what? If anyone
3: is just generous enough, send five copies over to the cast of uh, the Modern Alpha podcast. That would be very much appreciated. That way, everyone wins.
2: Yes. I'll put it on JPS if you send me <laughs>
0: Anyway, maybe let's not try and like extract money from our listeners and actually <laughs> talk about the single. So there's going to be um two limited editions and a standard release for it. Um the limited edition A and B and then the standard. Each one will have a music video in. We know we we did we know a little bit more about them and we also have the covers for the singles, which is pretty nice, I have to say. Have you you've seen them? Is that correct?
1: Wait, hold on. So you said there's only two versions?
2: There's two there's limited two editions the
0: standard.
2: And the C you were talking about, I think, is the standard.
0: Yeah.
4: Hmm.
1: It's really confusing. And then Jake said uh, somewhere. I don't remember where. But you said there's going to be six versions oh. all in all?
4: I thought no. there were going to be six no i I just learned.
2: but like (laughs) here's the thing different retailers sell it with different trading cards so you gotta buy it from a certain retailer to get a certain card but we don't have to worry about that we don't have to worry about that because none of those retailers uh you know ship internationally well some of them
0: do some of them do
2: i know the momoka ones don't
0: (sighs) um
1: well can't you just do a forwarding service deal
0: you could no. do you could do a forwarding service i could um <laughs> but like I know that h m v for example, which are doing one of the cheering ones, they ship to the u k like they ship internationally they ship to the u k and I assume they would to the u s The only problem is their shipping is ridiculously expensive, unlike the Amazon, which also ship internationally, and they have one of the group photo cards.
2: Right, it was the same deal with the uh, the albums that came out. Everyone who bought on CG Japan and Amazon got the group cards and not a specific member.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know, I'll probably
2: still end up getting it at the concert itself.
0: I wonder if they'll have any of the cards in.
2: I don't know. It, it'd be nice if they randomized those, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I have my doubts as well, but, you know, we can hope. I, I sent an email to see if they were go- if to confirm whether they would be selling it, and I didn't get a response yet, which is a shame. i put I'll you put, send that email to. Um, it's the email address. It's on the U.S. Tour website. Inquiry M C Z U S A.
1: Hmm. hmm.
2: So it's literally it's
0: literally an email designed to be sent in English, because I think it's specifies English only as well.
2: Right. It says uh,
1: only English inquiries.
0: Yeah and it's on the English version of the two website
1: all right i propose a segment for the next uh podcast if you get a response
0: yes cuz i did ask quite a few questions regarding it i asked about like i asked if they were going to send bring some different glow sticks to the concerts if they didn't specify they were going to okay. do one specifically for the concert i asked about CDs um what was I asked a bit about the VIP just to see if there's a bit more detail that they could elaborate on. and then Well, just...
1: here, here, here's what I propose for the next podcast. If you get a response and uh, they give you a bunch of information back, we will go over the information in our new segment. And then immediately, before actually, before, we should actually read the email and see how good their English is.
0: <laughs> and do an English we review.
1: We will scrutinize their English. There will be an English review on the Mononofu podcast. Let's see how good their English is.
0: <laughs> no, but then they, then they might hate us and they might bar us. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, well, the, uh, pretend I had never said that.
0: Uh, no, we can still it, review it, but we'll only praise it.
1: Yeah. They, they'll, they speak good English. Don't worry about it.
0: I mean, there uh, was just only about five or six grammar mistakes
1: yeah, only like seventeen, but like it's more like one if you actually squint in your eyes and don't pay attention
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we sort of going a bit off track, but um, there are some really nice covers if you if you haven't seen them. I've got one of them, the pillow fight cover, on the stream at the moment but we also have one the other limited edition is a barbecue and the standard edition which just got revealed today I think it was is a really badass um, breakdancing breakdancing yeah
1: whoa those words badass uh... badass
0: isn't bad don't worry (laughs)
1: Uh, let's see Um, PG (laughs) <laughs> I do, I do like the breakdance one the best so far.
0: I do actually. Yeah, same here.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely getting that one. Not only because of the cover, but because it has all the songs on it. Whereas if you buy limited edition A or B, you're gonna miss one of them.
4: Yeah.
2: And then, yeah, you're gonna get an MV on the Blu-ray, but I'd rather have all the songs personally.
0: I think I'm gonna try and get all versions, but what it might be, if might get the standard, and maybe one of the limited editions to pick the other one at the concert. I want to try Sounds and get them fair. all, but yeah. Actually, have you seen the um cards that they like that they're doing for them? I showed the Sheeran ones up, but have you seen the ones for each member? Yeah. I love Kanako's one for the break dancing and card.
2: They're all pretty nice. Is
1: she, that she, the one where she's kind of like fronting, bro, and's like, come at me?
0: Yeah, she's like, come at me. Come on. <laughs> bring it it's amazing you know, I,
1: like, I like the slumber party ones uh, more than the, the, the urban street ones uh, for the cards at least uh,
0: for, the cards, for the cards probably but I think for the cover I really really like the breakdancing mm-hmm. especially for any of the momaka's hair
4: <laughs>
0: yeah I agree with that It it, it just works really
2: well It's weird, like, we got all these covers, and uh, we got all these cards, but we still have no idea what to expect about this single, nor do we know anything about, like, the theme of it, or anything like that.
0: Yeah, because, like, all of them have got completely different covers, so it doesn't really suggest a theme. We only know that Invisible Man is doing one of the main tracks, but that's basically all we know. The ones who no, did would... Mahar vacation. I would like
1: to say something about the uh, album covers.
0: Hmm. I'm
1: gonna say that the Slumber Party is probably the weakest album
0: cover. So I I think it's the barbecue because the barbecue one I'll admit looks a bit poorly photoshopped. Yeah. Well, like
1: in my in my opinion, all of them kind of look like hyper Photoshop eyes. Like you can totally tell that they, you know, kind of put everything together in post.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that's almost the idea of it. It's supposed to look really stylized and, like, pop, popped in and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, well, when you think about it, like, the last couple singles really have not really been Momo themselves. They've kind of been, you know, tie-ins with other artists. So,
0: that, that, I think, was one of the other downsides other for a lot things. of... Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, like, other artists are things, you know, KISS... They got the you know the Sailor Moon thing, they got uh, the Dragon Ball Z thing. Uh in those album covers, kind of th- the the collaboration they were doing in those album covers kind of took over the whole fact that it's photoshopped. And now that since uh it's just them now, you can kind of really clearly see it. And especially on the Slumber Party one where Rennie's kind of just like flying in the top right.
0: Well if if you think about it, between um Fifth Dimension and then the new albums, going was the only one that didn't have some sort of tie in. And even yeah, then, yeah. even then, one of the, like, the third track was a tie in to Tatsujin. But all the others, like, you then had Night Temo Indayo, so that's, like, Akuma-chan movie. You had the Kiss one, which was, of course, tie in to Kiss There, The Sailor Moon one, of course, Sailor Moon. I Moon mean, Pride, even, um, and Zedna Chikai, Dragon Ball. So it's like they're all tied into another, like some Same sort well. of other entity, with it apart from Gon. Mm-hmm. So this is the first real one in quite a while that's on its own level, really. And
1: yeah. For a single, at least.
0: The one thing that's quite exciting about it is the covers seem completely different to covers any cover that Mamoru have done before now which makes me think that this even like the like if you've seen that if, you, if you've seen the pack shots the back covers as well look really cool. Mm-hmm. Like but it and all they looks all really come different. together, yeah. Yeah. But here's
1: what I was thinking earlier today. I was thinking like this kind of stuff is probably what you see usually with idol stuff. Like if you look at Team Saji Hoko's uh, new album uh no no single album album covers They look kind of similar to the back of these new uh, singles from Momoclo.
0: Oh, they do, Uh, yeah. At least composition-wise. It's just at the same time, like, even the older Momoclo ones, which weren't tie-in ones, didn't really have this sort of style on them either. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. It's sort of the first time Momoclo themselves have gone with that style.
1: Yeah. At least uh, what has become apparent in a long while is since, like, gone. Yeah. I mean Amaranthus, H- Haki no Noyaki, they're not singles, but y- in my opinion those two albums, at least with the album art,
0: do uh, go a bit in line.
1: This is like sidetracking. Um uh this is like I was thinking earlier today that like it, that stuff isn't really Photoshop. Uh, well, it is. It is totally photoshopped, but like it the the subject matter itself or the motif of the album art Kind of makes it seem like the Photoshop is like a secondary thing You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the composition itself is more interesting than the, the Photoshop so it, it um, outdoes it Yeah I don't know why I sidetracked that. I thought it was relevant, but then I thought in my head halfway through like oh wait No, this is something different
0: but yeah, like I'm just having a look at a couple of like of the other like idol releases I've got on my shelf, and when I look at it, look at them in comparison, now you've mentioned that point. It does have me thinking like actually that does that is actually sort of right what you're saying there
1: yeah they they're they're, they're kind of going back to like like base idol stuff, you know,
0: which sort of surprising because it seemed like they were sort of trying to drift away from that and become like a more pop group with idle elements almost yeah than being a strictly idle group but i'm so excited it looks really good
1: definitely gonna buy the the urban cover uh single
0: yeah urban cover and if i can only get one of the limited editions i'll probably go slumber party although it depends which one i'll probably go for the one with the invisible manor song as the mv not gonna lie
1: um, but yeah, uh, do we have any songs confirmed for this single, or no?
2: We have
0: the names have of the, the songs. We
2: history. And also Hanabi, and uh, I don't know what else is gonna be on it.
0: They named Anabi's all the songs. One
2: song called decoration too. Right. Yeah. Decor. The last song. I, Isn't that the that one Invisible Manners is doing?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's the one they're doing.
2: Okay, it's gonna be good then.
0: We have we have the names of all of the songs. We've just not heard the majority of them apart from "Really, Hanabi.
2: Mm. Right.
0: Which, speaking of Hanabi, didn't the drama? Have you seen any of the drama that that appeared in?
2: Is it like online anywhere? Because last time I checked, it wasn't. Um, I mean, besides the Daily Motion.
0: Yeah, I've not seen it otherwise, but like. I watched those and it's pretty good. And of course, Mama had their appearance in it recently, which was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'll give it a watch uh, if I can find like a a batch or something.
0: Yeah, it's it's a pretty good re- it's a pretty good drama actually, like a period one. And of course, didn't we get it? i thought of going into a bit of a different bit of news when I'm. Mentioned this, but didn't we also get the date for, um, the daily drama that Kanako is going to be appearing in, a premiere date?
1: Oh, is that where she's been?
0: That's where she's been a lot long yeah, time. she I'm she's pretty been
2: sure f- she's filming it or something.
0: Yeah, filming for NHK's di- like daily drama for like the fall. son. Yeah, Beeping San. San. So it's like, 'cause like they they always have them. It's like ten minutes a day, like five days a week. For about 12 weeks
2: yeah so she's busy she's been missing a lot of stuff with the other members I'm pretty sure it's because of that
0: yeah because she was missing from the um, like Amazon Prime promotion they did recently
1: she's been missing from the Amazon Prime promotion she's been missing from the you know uh, concerts that they did uh, where the fans could take videos oh
0: yeah uh, she's she she not was one of missing. them
1: she was missing from the Chinese uh the de- uh, departure was it, uh, Shanghai right? Shanghai.
0: Did she not go to Shanghai?
1: Sure, she did. She 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 went to she went to Shanghai, but she left early. Oh. So when when uh, they departed, it was everyone but Kanako, Uh Yeah. At least in the videos I've I've been seeing.
0: Actually, um, I think since we've sort of finished talking about golden history. Should we go into a little bit about Shanghai? Because recently, Mama Clo actually had a concert in Shanghai. Um, was that
1: after our last podcast?
0: I'm sure it was. I didn't mention it on the last podcast anyway, if it, if it wasn't. No. I'm not sure when it was. I th- I'm sure it was after. But anyway.
2: I would imagine. Well, who uh, went?
0: <laughs> None of us.
2: Pretty sure none of us went i think one of one of the fans we know on twitter from i think he lives in vietnam he went to it
0: yeah because they performed at when... a con didn't they um I I
1: think, I, was it a con
0: i don't know if it was a con or their own i concert. think it was a con yeah. i think
1: ara Aoi also appeared in that uh same
0: yeah
2: she went to Shanghai right after anime expo so i I think it was a convention of some sort
0: but yeah, they performed there there's some really good clips of actually of the of like photos from when they came in like the fans greeting them when they yeah. got to the airport which actually if we worked out what time that they got to New York, I would so wait at the airport and greet them
1: oh I would too absolutely be. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, what's it? David and I actually were on the same plane as them, because they would have to fly or they would have to fly in the same day we were we are flying in.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's like only a couple of flights going. How many flights are going that day from LA to New York?
1: Mm, Not sure. I don't know. We we are having our friend uh, deal with. the Yeah. Plane. Ask ask
2: Melissa, because I don't
1: know.
0: So you may maybe have like a one in six chance of being on the same flight
1: maybe it's better than zero chances so i'll take it, it also depends on the airline that's being
3: used yeah right you guys are using the same airline
1: we have like
2: a selection of two airlines i think
0: so <laughs> i'm just i'm just imagining that i'm going to be like getting my cases off at new york and then um suddenly like while i'm waiting at the thing for my cases Momoko's just going to walk behind me and i'm just no, going to no, do no. a double take
1: no, no. you're going to do an anime moment. You're going to reach for your luggage on the thing. And as you reach for your <laughs> luggage, Story's hand is on the same luggage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that would be perfect. <laughs> that Just would like be amazing. Uh, but yeah, um, Momoclo appeared in Shanghai, did a concert. I think it was streamed online as well. I think um, it was
1: awesome, too. They got a nice stage.
0: Yeah, they got quite good reception as well. Which was quite good. They have been trying to expand a lot more into into Asia, so it's quite good that they seem to get a good reception in Shanghai. It seemed, yeah.
1: I, uh, Kawakami says that he wants to do more stuff in Asia rather than the U.S. Right.
0: Yeah. I I'm hoping that the U.S. to a change his mind and that he tries Europe. No guys, you gotta
2: ask, you gotta ask Kawakami the good questions, such as overseas AE or other things like uh, such as that.
0: Yeah, oh, I should have it. mentioned overseas AE in the email. Oh, oh boy. Even Send though they wouldn't one. have answered.
1: Send him another one.
0: Another <laughs> one. And another one.
3: Uh. You send them a bunch of emails asking for <laughs> everything.
2: I'm pretty sure they block you at that point.
0: Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, th- I'm I, Honestly, I'm thought of a little bit surprised that you sent... Like, after sending Kawakami so many tweets on Twitter about it that you didn't. Because <laughs> I saw so many tweets of, like, bring back Momokalo, bring back Momokalo, before it got announced.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what got him into it at, at the first place. We, we because present... Think- Pretty soon after that um that Twitter campaign kind of ended he was like i kind of feel like going
1: to, to the US
0: yeah you
1: think,
2: although to be
0: fair uh, it's a bit more pla- there's a bit more planning got to go into it so it's like it might you have you been thought of beforehand
1: who put effort into that hashtag uh, big names, the leaderboard, Lack Lim, definitely uh, clogging up my feed with uh, Bring Back Momo Klo. Accidentally putting hashtag Momo uh, WGP instead of at. So <laughs> he wasn't actually sending him messages. But shout outs to Lack. Uh, shout outs to Mary. Shout outs to Angela. Shout outs to everyone that spread that because now we got US concerts and that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yay. But yeah. One so I think we should move on to the next bit of news and this is the one that is quite exciting. So if you remember a couple of years back now, there was a certain MomoClo backpack that was on sale and sold out very, very quickly and then became very, very rare. And if you wanted one you got very, very sad if you saw the price. And Everyone's been wanting new ones. Well there are new ones. They're literally I think like the day after the concert got confirmed and put on sale. So you've got each of the colours and the black bag. All back. Um orders available for shipment in December. Um six 000... so thousand after the concert. Yes, um... after the concert unfortunately um, in 6,800 yen plus tax and shipping I think after I actually ordered one of the bags in yellow and after it came to 8,100 yen for the bag shipping tax of course that's not shipping abroad but you can use the proxy
1: that wasn't actually as expensive as I was thinking
0: yeah and it seemed that they've made more of them available this time as well, which is a good thing. Yeah, at first what? the black one got sold out really quickly, but it looks like they restocked. The black one's still in stock. I, do, I did not know right. that one gets sold out. Because it's been sold yeah, on two I saw places.
2: the other day.
0: Because it's been sold on Adidas's website. And it's, excuse me, it's been sold on, Um, I think, Nippon TV as well. I think that's where I ordered it from, um, and they've they're doing they're doing two shipments it seems now because we had a check just before we went live to see what the shipping was like and they've got a December shipment and a January shipment. On the December shipment, it was yellow, pink, and purple, had sold out. The other bags were still available for December, and then. All of the bags are available for January.
1: Awesome. So if you're interested in that, probably in the show notes, uh, Mark will be posting the link to that. Or you can just look it up right now on Google, your old friend Google.
0: Yeah, it's on... i u v n t v NTV link. I don't have the link to hand right now. But that's where I ordered from. And then you can just use a proxy service.
1: Yep, and uh. I ordered straight away, really and the out. site
0: was going down when I was trying to order. I was like, no, I don't <laughs> want to miss out.
1: <laughs> that, that was kind of me at my work. Uh. I was training, uh. And uh. That's the same week that the Momo tickets went on sale. Now, oh, this is only me. This is only me because when I w- when, when the tickets are going out uh, on sale, I was just looking at my phone and I would just lose. Reception, and I couldn't get internet. And I was like, "Oh my god, am I getting the tickets? Am I not getting the tickets? Like, what's happening?" I had my friend buy the tickets, and yeah, we're going to the concert. eh?" But we went over that the last episode.
0: But yeah, so backpacks are good. Backpack to back.
1: I would get those backpacks, but that is kind of expensive.
2: Yeah, I'm (laughs) not getting. I'm not getting one anytime soon.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's just the only thing that's a shame is just that it's not going to be ready by the concert. I would have loved one of those backpacks to take to the concert. Definitely. But oh well. In the meantime,
1: you could just get another backpack and just spray paint it yellow.
0: <laughs> well, I could probably find a yellow bag somewhere. But yeah, there's one other bit of news if I remember correctly. And that was just stuff about. They gave more details for the um, concerts on the 13th and 14th next weekend. Is that Tojinsai? Tojinsai, yes. They've got quite a few acts before performing before the concert, actually. I know they always do, but they've got like about 13 comedians. I think um, Tokimeki Sendembu are going to do oh, a stage hey, performance, and yeah. um, they've got a couple of other groups as well doing stage performances um uh, A harajuku um oh, f- I've gone blank on all the names, but they've got a load of act performing before the concert. They showed off all the merch that they've got selling at the concerts um not as much as I thought they would actually. But there's still some pretty good bits of merch that they're going to be selling. It's just I'm surprised, like, they've only really got the muffler towel, glow sticks, the program, and then a couple of bits and pieces, and that's it.
1: They're not doing shirts?
0: Um, I, No, they're doing shirts. They're doing shirts. Okay. But, like, if you compare that to the Dome Trek where they had, like, the hoodies, the headphones, and loads of other things... There's more just mainly really like the ones that everyone tries to go for, but not like the different bits of merch, the, like like the headphones for example. I mean, they've still got the Momoko-chan booth, which is going to have the happies and stuff. They've still got all the food booth, which, you know the um, the food ones they did with Shirin and Momoko at the Dome track. Yeah. They're doing a Kanako one, which is chilly. Chile, and the picture's hilarious. I've not got the picture to hand, unfortunately, but it's it's pretty funny. But yeah, they've they've confirmed everything. I know someone is going to be at that concert, and it annoys me. I'm jealous.
1: Don't be jealous.
0: Like they're literally at Tokyo Idol Festival, and then they're also going to be going to this concert, and it's like. Come on now. <laughs> you could have you could have put me in the case.
1: Okay, uh I would do like oh, I would like to have a uh word about the goods. Uh they are so much better than last year's, in my opinion.
0: Oh uh, the to tojinsai ones.
1: Yeah, than the last year's Tojinsai. Mm. The shirts were scary last year.
0: Oh the yeah, shirts. The la-
1: yeah, the last year's uh motif with uh, you know the oni faces or whatever those things were, I I I really didn't like it. Um the design now on these brand new shirts is really cool, very uh simple.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh very effective and the the towels actually have them on it, so that's a that's a good thing.
0: I was just been pointed out with the tengu not an oni? Tengu, it's a Tengu. Okay.
1: Yeah. Man, I didn't like the scary Tengu.
0: Yeah, I the the top I will, I'll admit I didn't like that much last year, but the ones are quite better. They are just a bit simplistic. But they're still pretty cool.
1: I also like those straps with their names on them. Uh, they make everyone unique. Uh, they have their own like little pictures on it.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering if that's similar to what the bands are gonna be like for the U.S. tour, actually. Mm. Something that sort of style for the U.S. tour, like they're with different pictures on, obviously.
1: I wonder if they're gonna put like America stuff on their merch for the American tour.
0: Probably. Well,
1: yeah, I'd say they would. That'd be I, awesome.
0: I'm just, I'm just imagining like. <gasps> no, I've just had a thought different US monuments with momo faces photoshopped onto them oh
2: my god so like the
0: statue of liberty with Momoclo's face on no
2: you know do you remember that momo chan episode where they were drawing the statue of liberty oh, what if the, what yeah. if they were like they had the bands
1: in
0: and it and, had their drawing and it
1: had their designs on it
0: oh <laughs> that would be great that would be great
1: or just Mount Rushmore with their heads on it.
2: that'd be great.
0: <laughs> that's actually something that' would be more likely to be honest. Mount Rushmore with each of Mama Crow's faces on <laughs> either way, I just wanna know what they are, same, but yeah, I think that's all the news that there is, unless you can remember any that we've not covered yet.
2: Not that I remember,
0: no. I think we've not been able to cover everything, so I think we should move on to the return of Amaranthus.
1: Hey. Um, welcome to this segment. It's where I talk about Amaranthus, because I didn't listen to it when I first came out. So I've been uh, listening to it and learning ab- about all these awesome songs. And I actually, I actually finished the album uh i finished the album and i have some thoughts about it but i won't go into a full album review until probably the next one uh which will probably be the last uh so this is the penultimate am segment uh so today's two songs are going to be uh night demo indio and guns and diamond
3: i'm very curious to hear your opinion
1: uh for this, for this well,
2: particular one. Guns and Diamond is one of the more popular songs on the album.
1: Alright, Night Demo in Uh it's a single that has been released prior to this album. They just put it on here, along with a bunch of other singles, including Station Fu, uh The Kiss collaboration. Um I think it's, there's one more, isn't there?
0: No, they had all of the Moon Pride on Pride Dragon, Dragon Ball Pride. Z. Everyone a, but Gone. Okay, yeah.
1: Uh, So yeah, this one, um, I actually, upon listening to this, uh, I realized that I actually had not listened to this very often. The reason was because when I first got into Momoko, uh, the website on which I was getting all this stuff from, for some reason, just absolutely did not include Naitemo Indayo. And some, like, uh, other sources had like all their songs on it just didn't have this album like okay i actually haven't had the chance to listen to this song so i got a fresh listen uh the other day i did hear it beforehand uh i've seen their music video on their youtube account so um yeah also this song is not on the google play version just weird thing oh really yeah. yeah,
0: there is one track missing on each of the albums on the international streaming versions. I think on buying them as well. Mm-hmm. I know that the um, Haki no Yorke one doesn't include Kiss, which is very weird because you can buy the Kiss one generally anywhere.
1: Yeah, even on Google Play. Like that's kind of the picture they use for the the, uh, the artist picture for Momoclo. They, yeah. them and their uh, kiss
0: outfits. It's it's like if you go on like I was just curious on Spotify, so I had a look to see what was on. They have the mom, they have the MomoClo kiss single right above the album because they do the, they had the single before the album for some reason. So they showed that with the kiss single in, and then you go to the album and it doesn't have the kiss single on,
4: <laughs>
0: and it's like. It, it's just weird. But anyway.
1: Well well this isn't their home turf, um uh, I actually don't know what the behind the scenes stuff with making it overseas, making that possible is, so probably won't get into that. Anyway, Night Temo Inayo, uh it's a really good song. Uh they have very nice strong uh deep vocals in this. Um it, it starts off pretty slow, the intro is pretty slow, and is actually kind of reminiscent to like older Japanese. Uh, music uh that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it and then the transition into the actual song is really nice um very fast paced throughout the entire song I love that uh the pace kind of dips like towards the later half of the song after the chorus has been played um and that's kind of like where I'm worried because uh throughout this whole album uh even though this single has been released beforehand throughout this whole album I'm just kind of conditioned to getting disappointed after the song kind of, you know, gets put down for a little bit. But then it comes right back in with the sax. And it's like, oh my God, the saxophone <laughs> saved us all. The saxophone is absolutely amazing, but it's really short and it's criminally short. And they should have, you know, kind of used the sax a bit more because, like, Oh my god, that, that part is is really great. Um, and then, unlike the rest of the album, uh, Amaranthus, it actually has a pretty strong end uh, to the, the song itself. Uh, a lot of the other endings to the songs in Amaranthus kind of go into a completely different song, or they kind of just end unexpectedly. But this one just ends exactly how you would expect it to end, and it's pretty, sa- pretty satisfying in my opinion.
0: And, I uh, um, yeah, that's it. I have to say, "Night and Windeo is my favorite of the singles that Momo have done since Fifth Dimension. I think it's just a really, really strong song in just in general i like the i like the tempo of it I like the repeti- the chorus gets repeated a lot and mm-hmm. it i i do actually quite like that and it 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 keeps it stuck in your head like I can easily just like hum the hum the tune of the chorus and sing it along and it's and then of course the saxophone as well <laughs> i i i remember watching the hearing that song for the first time. And when that saxophone kicked in, I, I remember my reaction. I literally just like, yeah, like <laughs> it was so good when I, fir- when I heard that. The one, th- one thing I always remember about this song is it's just after the first chorus and that little interlude before it gets back into the verse. Uh, when Sheeran's doing her bit and in the music video, it's like got her. She'll lift her hand up with a little finger in the air and then she brings it down. Like it's like this bit where she just raises it up and then just like drops like that. That bit I always remember that when I, whenever I hear that song, and it, it it's quite bad sometimes if I'm like si- if I'm sitting around I'm on my own listening to it, I will sometimes do that like r- that raising of my hand with the finger and then just dropping it down. <laughs> do at you that, do that point. When you're I may have done it once or twice when driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. I get I get really into music when I'm driving, and I like to put MomoClo on, be on full blast, and I would be like tapping along on the wheel, and it's just
1: you roll up uh, down the street, you're bumping MomoClo.
0: Yeah, like just like going along, just like belting it out and just like zen, zen, nak, 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 de, <laughs> know. I sometimes roll the window down as well, I'm really bad people <laughs> must get annoyed if I drive past their house and I've just got this on like full blast coming out of my car speakers it's yeah, like you know you know you know those people pudding. you know those people who like drive along and their music is way too loud mhm, is
1: that and
0: you? <laughs> When it's Momoclo, yes, that is me, completely. And the worst thing is, I hate those people. I hate those people when they're driving, but I do the exact same thing.
2: Wow, Mark.
3: Well, like, if it's Momoclo, then it's acceptable.
0: Like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, ju- I'm just thing. trying to indoctrinate <laughs> everyone, really. <laughs> Enlighten them. Exactly. They can just shazam it whenever, they- whenever I'm driving past, and they'll be able to listen to a new group, and they'll like them
1: yeah right, There's doing madness. Idea,
0: right? <laughs> but yeah in summary i really 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 like this song and it's just the repetition everything it's it is one of my favorite one of my favorite songs and the music video is one of my favorites as well definitely
1: very good
2: music video very good song very good all around i know
1: jake loves this song
2: do you jake do you love it
1: jake oh my god i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ahead and say that jake loves this song yeah he's absolutely all for it he loves this song 10 out of 10 uh so much so that he's speechless speechless. yeah like he he can't think of things to say because of how good the the single is exactly anyway uh we're gonna move on to the next song guns and diamond um some people are going to be upset, maybe. Um, again, this song has strong vocals. Um, I like the pixel effect. That's kind of scattered uh, throughout the song. I- I'm not sure if it's in the beginning part, uh, but th- there's like a the later half. It's, it's definitely there. Uh, there's like a little pixely noise effect. But uh, I don't really dig the hip hop beat uh, towards the beginning. Uh, it start, it kind of starts off with a hip hop beat after the um, you know the the bass part i don't I don't really like that and uh but I think the chorus does make up for that so i'll I'll sit through the uh the hip hop beat waiting for the chorus and uh once that kicks in all right um I'm, I'm I'm here listening to this song and then going back to the hip hop beat it it makes sense um but I really don't like the ending part of this song. You get this whole, you know, first part of Guns and Diamond. And, you know, it's ex- exactly what you expect. It's a very nice, you know, strong single, very easy to listen to. But then you get to the end part and it's just com- it's a completely different song after that. Um, some of the reoccurring instruments from throughout the Amaranthus album appear in this segment. Um, it, it's, it really seems like they're trying to push an album theme toward the end. Like They're, they're trying to make this song forcefully link with the rest of the album. And um, honestly, I, I think the song could really do without that part at the end. Um, and really, that's making me not want to listen to it on my phone on shuffle. Rather, I'll just listen to this song uh, when I give it an album listen, when I'm listening to the whole album. I mean, I'm sure the song is hype, really hype live, especially since the first part's great, but that last part, I really don't like it. I really don't like it when songs do that.
0: See, one thing I've noticed throughout the whole time we've done this segment is that a lot of the time when it comes to the songs, you're like, but I really don't like how it ends. I don't like how the song changes. And every single time I disagree with you completely, like hmm. I actually one thing I th- one thing I always think thought about the album is that each song I feel links to the overall theming that they were trying for the album quite well and I think with this one I really like how it goes into the the ending where it is a bit slower paced I like the verses in the song I've got a bit like of a bit more of a I think of a bit of a mysterious theme to them like I don't know I don't know I think that's the best way I can think to describe it, like the sound like mysterious or like the something building up, and then it gets to the chorus. Do you get that feeling from it? um
1: not really. I don't get the mysterious aspect of it, but
0: mysterious is maybe the wrong word, but like it's like it's like it feels like it's building up to um the chorus where it's, where it goes full in. But I, th- I like how it goes to that bit more slower paced ending as it's going through. It's, it's got like a bit of a big band feeling to it, the ending. Of the track. I just think overall, I like how it goes a bit changed at the end.
3: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Mark on this one. Pretty much everything you said, I...
1: Well, like, uh, in the chat, uh, Tammy said that it it connects to the next song, and honestly, I don't think so. I mean, this this ending part, for me, reminds me of an earlier track, um, trying to, I'm trying to remember what the song was. I think it's, like, Sabotento Ribbon. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah, I think that's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, it sounds similar.
1: Yeah those are like accordion noises at the end um, and the sudden change in pace kind of links this song to that song there and Sabotinto Ribbon in my opinion kind of is a song to help flavor the album so I think basically the song is Guns and Diamond but with like taco seasoning on it um, it's, like a, it's like a legit single with taco seasoning on it uh, just so they can enhance the flavor of the album and I honestly think that it could do well, on its own without the ending part.
2: The funny thing about this song is, this was one of the songs that was previewed um, before the album came out, and everyone, we only heard the chorus, so we automatically assumed, wow, this is a great song. And it sounded like <laughs> a lot like an Annie song, a lot of people have said.
1: Oh, yeah, so definitely, I, definitely. Yeah. Like when, when I was giving this the first listen, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like another Annie song kind of thing. Uh, it kind of feels like this is an anime opening
0: the one other thing I would bring up linking to the point of it tying into the next song I think the thing is that a lot of the track is like when you get to the chorus of Guns and Diamonds it is a lot more fast paced than what um, Bye Bye to Sayonara is, which is the next, which is the next track which we're not covering this week That is a lot more slow pace in comparison to um, Guns N' Diamonds. But I think by slowing it down at the end, it fits the tune for Guns N' Diamonds, so it fits the tune on its own. But it also helps tie into the next track without a theme like such a sudden jerk in pace. I mean, yeah, uh, there's definitely
1: that. But then again, you know, this kind of just leaves me to uh, further strengthening my stance because I will only really listen to the song uh, when I give the whole album a listen, probably because of, you know, the linking to the next song. I I recognize that it slows the pace down and it makes it easier to transition to the next one, which is a bit slower paced than Guns and Diamond. Um, but... What I like to do, usually, this is just me, I like pulling out the, my favorite songs and I shuffle those. And this is definitely not getting pulled out. Uh, what is getting pulled out is Gorilla Punch, uh, We Are Born, stuff like that. But uh, Guns that I'm leaving that to the album listen.
0: See, I, th- I think I listen to this stuff completely in the opposite way. Whenever I've got a bit of a, like, I have to, whenever if I start an album or I start a single, i have to listen to the full single and i can't skip a track so with me i can't listen to stuff on shuffle and i have to listen in order and it has to be the full thing so i guess i do hear it more within the context of the album itself than being on it's own but at the same time i think it i think it does do well enough on it's own as well as being thong to link into the theme of the album
1: yeah and okay and that makes perfect sense um you're you usually disagree with me when i say the the song (laughs) switches in the middle
0: yeah we disagree a lot
1: but it makes perfect sense in the album listen yeah because that's kind of what that bit is there for but I, i i don't like it because i like pulling out songs and i guess this is really only my my uh my take on it uh i guess
2: it depends how you listen to music as well as yeah. And how it fits in the album. Basically. Yeah, so
1: so I really like the song before that switch. Uh it's it's a nice song. But after that switch, I I'll hit skip. Fair enough. Anyway, that's what I thought of these two songs from the latest Amaranthus episode. And, uh, I will give you the full album review along with the, uh, two songs next time. I'll probably try to work it in with the, uh, the, the song reviews rather than, you know, do the two song reviews and then the whole album. It's probably just going to be like something to tie it all together. Um, but after listening to the whole album, I definitely see my favorite between, uh, Amaranthus and Haki no Yōake,
0: which is uh, I
1: like. I like Haki. Uh, I like hockey more than Amaranthus. Mmm. Wow,
0: that is interesting.
1: And it's probably because of what uh, Mark pointed out. Uh, since I listen to music differently than him, uh, or probably you know, differently from a lot of other people uh since uh haki no yaki kind of has like specific songs in it that i like to pull out uh it's it's a better album for me with better songs in it yeah uh, and i i still I, love it but like there's the whole album theme going on right I i'd it,
2: say that uh haki no Yowaki has a lot less conceptual like you gotta listen to the whole album to get it type of thing and there's a lot of songs that can be listened to individually without having to oh yeah this track links to that track and this one leads to that one and things like that
0: i do find it funny you say that because when you have the start of hack like hacking where it links directly into Am- from from Am- amaranth ha- happy Birthday" into the start of hacking a- okay links perfectly the start of hack like the prologue bit of Hacking Naoki no links perfectly into the next track and I'd argue that links quite well into the title track as well I think I think the start of that album arguably has a more closer link between songs than the, the entire album of Amaranthus does after that maybe I'd agree with you but I think the start of that album has such a close link you have to listen to at least those three together
2: yeah i've kind of forgot about that point i'd agree with that
0: but anyway we're not onto hacking okay yet and we're still on amaranthus and we've still got two more songs of that which we'll do next week
1: yeah uh just one more thing uh i'm not against conceptual albums i totally get the idea but like i like pulling out songs because I like listening to a wide variety of artists uh, when I'm not sitting down specifically to listen to music. Uh, You know, when I just want something on in the background, I'll put things on a shuffle. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Anyway, we are going to review probably one of the best movies ever made in this entire world. The Japanese film history, uh, all of that was building up to the pinnacle of this uh, movie. Th- this movie's the pinnacle of all that stuff. It's Maku Ga Agaru.
2: Jake fell asleep, by the way. Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> well.
2: Well, hopefully he wakes up it. and
0: joins us soon.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, there you are. <laughs> Something
2: about uh-huh. backpacks. And... <laughs>
0: At least you uh at least
2: you made it for the main events.
0: Can I can I can I just make a point f- for you, Jake though? Yeah. Here I am. It is after midnight for me. <laughs> and I am awake. For you, it's three in the afternoon. <laughs> or six in the afternoon, I'm not sure. Seven. You're in... Seven. But well, even then it's seven in the evening and it's after midnight for me. I'm <laughs> the one who has an excuse to fall asleep.
2: <laughs> All right, what's a good hashtag for this?
1: <laughs> Wake up, Maranofu.
0: I think it, it's it feel like every week we're making like a a, a hashtag and it directly relates to Jake. <laughs> we should just have hashtag... a hashtag. Hashtag Jake, just hashtag Jake.
4: No, not no, hashtags. no, 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 no names.
1: <laughs> no names. We learned from yeah. last time. Yeah. That was a Terrible idea.
4: Like you were talking about the backpacks and just like that was. <laughs>
0: Wait, you went from the backpacks? What? You went to the backpacks? Yeah. Wow.
4: Like, that was the...
1: Alright, so since Jake has awakened, he can start us off with the uh, Makugara review.
4: Me? Now,
1: yeah.
4: Now, firstly...
2: A... Oh, oh yeah, got... I think Jake wrote a huge <laughs> review on it before. I
4: did. Um, I wrote a review... Shoot, it's like... If I were to format it like an essay for school, it'd be like close to 14 pages long or something like that. Um, Basically, uh, about 4,700 words of me saying that's like the best movie ever, blah, blah, blah. You can call me <laughs> on the. Uh, the um, I forgot what it was called. It was a, it's a was blog. Was it the Mononofu blog? Blog Summer. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Well, firstly, we're going to say right here. Um, if you have not seen this movie, well, you're okay this week because we're not going into de-super-deep spoiler stuff here, but um, th- as you can see from the title, this is part one. Next time, part two will be a lot more in-depth, and if you haven't seen it, you probably shouldn't listen to the episode after the news and am errant this, because we're going to go spoilers. So uh, we'll give you uh, two weeks to watch the movie in preparation for that.
0: Yep. So, I think we should probably give a little synopsis before, before we start discussing the movie.
2: Sure, I'll do that. So, this movie is directed by the same guy who's actually doing um, Anniversary, which will start, will start Shiori in one of the parts, one of the stories. He It's uh, Katsuyuki Motohiro. Um and he's pretty good, I must say. But anyway, the the plot is about mainly about this group, uh, this um, theater club, this like drama club, I think it is, um, and they're like kind of at the beginning of the movie, they're like kind of struggling, and no one wants to join them, and they they're not really starting off on a good note after their seniors have have graduated, that basically ran the thing, so. Um, this group is trying to get a lot of more help and stuff. And then they find um, this teacher who used to be, like, super into drama. And then she helps them. Um, and, and then the baton is passed to um, Saori Takahashi, who is played by Kanako, um, to make the script for, the, for their play that they're doing. And basically the goal for them is to get to the Nationals. And that's what the movie is about, their journey to the Nationals.
0: Yeah. Um, So what's everyone's general, like, overall view of it without, like, going to the spoilers, obviously?
4: Well, I remember when I went into it, I was expecting it to be, like, the worst thing I ever saw ever. Really? No, that's Momodraw. No, no, that was this. (laughs)
1: No, no. I, not sure, I Ever saw the worst thing you ever saw what? ever was Momodra.
2: Yeah, especially no. considering he praises it so much. <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, that was my dog. If you heard that, um, he's attacking me. Um, no. Uh, when I went into this, I was like, "All right, let's see how bad this is gonna be,"
0: because
4: uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to work myself up to like, uh, you know, to a point where i i was you know gonna be disappointed or anything like that and so i was kind of a really long time to actually uh get around to watching it but afterwards uh looking at everything objectively and everything like that at, well at least as objectively as i could um i basically thought it was the best movie of that year uh even out doing star wars
0: wow that's something. That. that's something that's something That is some prayers
4: um I don't know. I I I think what happened was I discovered uh, a genre of uh, story- so uh, the wait hold on say that life. again.
1: You got cut off. You oh, found a new genre of
4: of uh, storytelling that I really like. Mm. The slice of life sort of movies. This sort of got me into that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Um
2: well, Jake think- likes it.
4: <laughs> yeah i thought it was better than um the force awakens which i don't know I... about that
0: <laughs> i think uh, it i think it is a bit like comparing owls to oranges to compare to prepare no, no, I know,
4: like my my reaction to this was a little a uh, little bit more strong uh well, it was more strongly positive than uh for that it was actually tied with um that what the, mo- this, the movie that Akari did the same year. Um, I forgot what that was.
1: I don't know. I saw a pretty interesting movie that year, The Hateful Eight, and I will pick that over Makuga Garu.
4: I would
2: agree. <laughs> I but,
0: never uh, saw that.
4: I have no idea what that is.
1: Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, uh, my you first probably don't want to see
1: it. It uh, came literally uh, today. <laughs> in order to prepare for this episode, I had to watch it today. I planned on actually watching this movie with my friends a while back last year uh, when mm-hmm. I first got into Momo Clone, but I kept scheduling dates and people kept flaking. So finally, mm-hmm. I, I was forced to watch it for the podcast. <laughs> and um, my me going in, I, I had the thought of... Comparing it to their other movies already loaded up in my mind, uh, I compared this to Tenchi Jump, compared it to Momodra, which is awful, awesome. awesome, awfully awesome. I I will have to say, and um, just kind of like their their Momo the Memorial Clover stuff they did, kind of bunched together as one thing going into this movie, and I left this movie satisfied.
2: Well, I mean, this is a first for them because it was the first feature-length film that wasn't Shidome that they did on a really big budget and stuff.
4: That wasn't just a series of drama episodes and stuff like that. Wait, wait no, when did you toe jump? That was on television. Yeah, that was television. a uh, two-episode Christmas drama.
0: Yeah, it like it was its own different thing. It wasn't a movie.
4: Yeah. no, It felt like a movie. It did, and it was awesome.
0: One thing, the thing I would say for Makagaguru is that going into it, I actually had no idea what to think. Like, I didn't actually watch it until a few months ago, after I picked up the Blu-ray when I was in Japan. Um, I had no idea what to expect going into it, really, because I... I'd, I'd followed it, and I knew a little bit about what the thought sort of movie it was going to be, but I hadn't really, I couldn't really remember the synopsis. But then when I watched it, I think the mem like the story is a bit generic for the most part. It's like, okay, it's a school club. Um, it's it looks like the the school club's having problems. Um, I got something to say about it. It's gonna that. try and turn it around and try and like get to nationals. It's like it's 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 more to be an uplifting story than anything else. And uh,
1: I, I, got I something think to say about that uh, generic story thing. Hmm. I honestly think that this isn't that much of a generic story. It's generic on the surface, but really, what it boils down to is the main characters kind of struggle yeah. throughout the film. Yeah. <laughs> right.
4: Story
2: it's a it's a it's really an internal struggle you it the story's not just that they're trying to get um to fix the club but Saudi is also trying to find within herself like who she is and what she's doing like what is her purpose and she finds yeah. that through the drama club i think yeah. the be- i think
0: the better way to put it is to say that like that's a basis then it's probably the basis is this idea yeah um but like so at the at the start it's like that's what you think but then as it, as you start to get to know more about each of the characters like so of course like Kanako's of are main and she actually has quite a lot of focus on her for the start and then it gets more even out if it gets later on but then each of the characters has their own flaws has their own unique things to them which explain them and they empathize throughout the film and in the end it actually becomes quite a quite a layered story and quite an interesting story when you mix in like the the main cast which are monoclo and um, people like the teachers which come in quite well supporting cast and it comes to just being a really feel-good film like i came i was i came i finished watching that movie and i remember thinking like i i really enjoyed this and it it just felt nice you got a nice feeling when you were done
2: yeah not like uh forget me not with hayami akari
4: that was a good movie that was yeah. the one that came up the same i have yet to see that movie yeah
2: that's what i was thinking are you talking about that movie jake and yeah that's a completely different yes. movie was,
4: this movie was totally but yeah back. yeah not to be confused with my pretend girlfriend which is a little bit <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's um, good too
3: Well, me going into this honestly, I was before watching it, I was like, all right, let's see how mediocre this is. Yeah. and like <coughs> i I didn't have high hopes, honestly, but what little expectation I did have this movie, I would say far exceeded those expectations. Because, uh, as David pointed out, you know, for their first, you know, feature length starring role, uh, this was. I feel like, you know, the, the acting on their part was good enough to, you know, hold the movie up. The performances were well done. And the movie itself, uh, I don't really see many movies like this. Uh, So it was sort of fresh. Uh, It was sort of a fresh concept for me, at least. Mm. Uh, And, you know, like Mark said, it was a feel good movie. You know, I I did come out of it, you know, smiling and like feeling really good about the movie.
2: All right. Yeah.
4: Well, for me,
2: it was sort of like Mark. I just kind of bought it and never really watched it until somebody subbed it. <laughs> so um, I watched it after it got subbed. Um, for me, it was like I had no real expectations, not, not any big ones anyway. I mean, it was just, okay, it's a movie. It's cool. Uh, so I watched it, and uh, as it went on, I was like, wow, this movie has everything. It has, uh, it has a Rennie being Rennie, it has uh Momotamai. It has uh, even oh, Momokanako.
1: Oh, well, Let me stop you Can... at Momotamai. They they are literally in bed with each other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is so so good. That that bit made me so so I, I yeah, uh, that was really fan service. Yeah, it
2: th- Speaking of fan service, there's also a bunch of little hints as to the their Roles as idols, and they have like items that are their colors and stuff, so um, that's pretty cool. It doesn't cater too much towards the fans I, of Momotaro Clover Z in particular, so I, I, I would I, say that even if you're not a fan of them, you might enjoy this, but if you are a fan of them, you'll enjoy it even more.
0: I think that's a really important thing. They have references to Momo Clo throughout the movie, and but they don't let it get in the way of the film because I think if they'd catered too much to people like us who are momoclore fans anyway it would have actually hindered the overall quality of the film
4: yeah that like, that was my concern cuz I thought it was just going to be that I thought the whole movie was just going to be that and I'm and I wasn't looking forward to it yeah
0: like I don't want I don't want to make I don't want to spoil it but there's one particular thing in the movie, which is the only time it's really explicit about it near the end. And if I thought it would have been that a lot more, and I thought that if it had been, it would have gotten the way of the movie instead of being its own story, it end up being like, oh yeah, this is just Momoko being Momoko, oh, and there's a story underneath it, by the way.
4: You see, they
1: tried doing that with uh, Tenchi Toe Jump. Kind of, like they after going from Momodra, seeing that you know they're they're probably not really doing, um, taking the right approach. They thought to themselves, why don't we just do, uh, what we usually do? Since y'all are idols, let's make an idol story, and that's kind of intentional jump. And I'm glad that they didn't do that again for this movie, because this movie can be filled by anyone. It doesn't have to be Momo or Clover Z that does the movie.
4: Right
2: yeah another reference i was thinking of i liked how they referenced that kanako sucks at writing kanji
4: yeah that was funny <laughs> yeah I liked that part
0: that was quite good
1: and it's so subtle like it, like the momoklo fans in the seats are just like giggling and people who don't know who momoklo is are like why are you giggling
4: <laughs> yeah yeah actually pretty much
2: yeah um, am but yeah like mark said it doesn't hinder the overall experience and People who aren't fans of Momoklo can enjoy it too, to some extent, anyway.
1: Yeah, I have this Japanese teacher at my university, and she absolutely does not care about anime whatsoever. But she teaches Japanese. She's also not Japanese, um, but she really likes Japanese films. Um, so I could probably show this to her, and she would really enjoy it, even though it kind of has some nerdy ties, you know, to idol stuff.
0: She, she care about just... idols or not?
1: No, she only cares about films. That's it.
0: Mm. That is. Man.
1: So yeah, I could show this movie to her and she'd be like, "thumbs up."
0: <laughs> Thumbs up. But
2: yeah, what actually really sold me on the movie was, um, I think the focus on uh, Saudi's internal struggle. And her monologues and all that, it gave her depth, a lot of depth, um, her yeah. character. And, um, also the music sold me on it. It was good. Yeah. The
4: music,
1: like yeah. the singles? No, no, no,
2: not that. I mean the, the BGM. Oh.
4: Oh, uh, you're talking about the soundtrack.
2: Yes. The score?
4: You mean yeah. probably the best soundtrack ever.
2: Uh, I,
4: al- I always listen to it. All the time. It's really good. It's an awesome soundtrack.
2: And I, the cinematography was good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually... Except,
4: except for the... There's one... Wait, can, can I go into this? It, it's not a spoiler, really. It's just one thing about the cinematography was uh, the montage that they do of them rehearsing. It just felt the the pacing was just seemed out of place. Mm. too fast for the movie. Um, I don't know that was that was just one thing about cinematography that just kind of i never got. And even to this day, when I get to the part, I'm like,' oh, here comes the weird montage. <laughs> well, it's like a few scenes have been' done now. It doesn't really establish much. It just shows some rehearsing.
1: Well, if you want to see bad pacing, uh, just boot up your copy of Momodra.
4: No, that is awesome. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) You're talking about bad pacing.
1: That's the worst pacing I've pretty. It's kind of blatant how bad the pacing is in that. How? They're so slow. They are. I like it. They're turtles.
4: I like it when it's slow. And that kind of is
1: reflected in your like doll videos. I see you, Jake. I see
0: <laughs> you. Oh, that that is going right in there, twisting the knife. Hey, but
1: that that makes
2: it suspenseful, though. I want to know what comes next. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you hurt my feelings. You just da- You just hey, A- A- you're,
0: you're just stabbing the knife in and twisting it. Like...
4: Hey, yeah, I like slow. I uh, I like it when it's slow. That sounds really bad. Don't
1: We're going to we're going to do <laughs> Momodra for those of you who have not watched Momodra. Watch
4: Momodra. It's awesome. Go it is
1: actually it. it's so bad it's good in my opinion.
4: It's just it's look, well, no, I have to say that the stories are bland for the most part except for Momokas. Um but um yeah, it, actually I do have to agree that it is just like a bunch of is something that i'm glad makuga agaru wasn't
2: yeah um, definitely. i'm i'm just confused like why they made Momodra in the first
4: place but is at there... least but at least the name lived up to what it was you know what i'm saying no yeah yeah no never mind
1: um well they made Momodra probably as like an entry into you know acting and creating like uh short films and all that stuff yeah you start somewhere
4: and right. May really wasn't a start. <laughs> no, that was no. just a
2: joke, a cruel was...
4: joke. It was. It, prank, was... it was a variety show prank, yo. It
1: was a prank, bro.
4: And it was cool. Well, I thought it was cool. Not many people think it is. I guess. Is
2: Cheryl cool. making you say this?
0: <laughs> well, Shirome May did capture I... before. I w-
4: I am not going to comment
0: on that. Oh. Okay. One th- one thing. Ow! Don't uh,
4: hit me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! <laughs> <Shiro> <laughs> me. <laughs> Ladies
0: and
3: gentlemen, Jake is currently <laughs> being attacked by Shiro, <laughs> <May>. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Shiro, May. Uh, One thing I want to say about the cinematography—now you brought it up—it's—it's it's something I didn't really notice the first time no. through, but I noticed a lot the second time. It's—it's it's got really good cinematography for a lot of the film. And I feel like that helps to bring out the characters' <laughs> emotions quite well. The one bit I I specifically think about when I think about the cinematography are the portrait sequences, um, which is quite early on in the film. It's just like as they're starting to br- like as they get introduced to the teacher who is is does like who helps them with the drama club when they first talk to her and they're talking about an idea for a player with portraits and they get and she does like a little speech almost like in style for it it's really really good the like the whole idea of like because it's done in front of a window they, they really emphasize the scene and help bring out like what she's saying quite well and I they do that at a lot of points throughout the film where they are really good at bringing out the characters and the story in the way they use the camera. And the way they film the scenes.
1: Yeah. Now, in, in my opinion, or rather, this is just me. I really don't pay attention to the cinematography on my first watch. Um, and my first watch was today. Yeah. Um, I, I usually just get the general idea, and when I rewatch, uh, sometimes I pay attention to that but there are some moments where the cinematography do, uh cinematography does stand out. Um usually the the office shots when they're in the office with all the uh the teachers and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that was shot pretty well. Uh you kind of got a very nice foreground and they have them in in the background. I uh, I think that was that's a pretty nice shot that they had there. More but in the middle ground.
0: That, I'd say it's they... like they they're not in the background, so like they're out of place, but you can see them and the other stuff going wrong as well.
1: Oh yeah, they're definitely in focus. Um, yeah, and uh, you you like they're they're, they're the uh, the center of attention in those shots. Um, but then there's also this one part I remember that I didn't really like, and that's when the uh, uh further along in the film i guess it's a spoiler so i won't say exactly what happens uh, but rather they use like a blurring effect uh during this shot and i don't understand what it's with japanese people on the the blurring effect but i don't think it looks good it it kind of just washes out colors and makes things look too fluffy and they use this they use that in this film
4: What's the blurring uh, effect like? I
1: don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I could say it, but... I think it's kind of a spoiler. Yeah,
0: point. I I wouldn't. If you think it's a spoiler, don't. I think I know like, what scene no- you're referring to.
1: What,
4: like, like... Looks like... I, about- it's
1: a scene where there's a lot of buildings.
4: Oh...
0: Yeah, I know what scene oh, you're, talking know what you're talking about. Like, Alright, yeah. Really? Yeah. I,
4: didn't even that. I thought it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. But the other thing that I specifically want to bring up is the how each character is really well-conceived. Like, no character feels like it's there to make up the numbers. Well, maybe with the exception of Renny's character to a degree, but even then I don't really think so. I like, wait,
1: wait, hold on, what did you say... uh you
0: you cut off on my end. Oh, uh, um, apart like from... One character is... Um, Rennie's character. I think is partially there to make up numbers, to oh, a okay. degree, but I don't think... I, I she's not waste a wasted character, if that makes sense.
4: No, she's not a wasted character. What, what no, I... A uh, with
2: with Rennie's character, it seems like she ha- she has a lot of depth to her, but they don't really explore it all that much outside of the portrait thing.
0: Yeah. What, what what I think is quite, like, interesting is that, like, each cat like, you get introduced to, like, Kanako's character, Sari, and she th- she's developed a lot in, like, the first 30 to 40 minutes, because there is a lot of her monologue that right. goes on in the first 30, 30, like, honestly, you see her, like, Sharon's character and Renith's character, and um, so... Yuko and Guduru, um, they're Garin. like but Guduru, sorry, um, but for the most part, it's basically all Kanako, and it lets you know like her insecurities, her flaws, and how like then when they're going into describing like Yuko's character, um, she's seen as like being almost like a princess, but she like leans a lot on. Kanako and gets jealous it's with other like when other people are like with with can with because she's a bit reliant to a degree um like they they don't really touch on it too much, but I don't feel like they need to but then of course, like they mention quite early on about how Gary is like hard working bec- to try and help support the family and then in the portrait which is quite early on they're going on about and then it explains about how it's because of her family situation which is why she's like that. They develop each character quite well and each of them has got quite a lot of depth to them and I think it helps you care for each character. Like Momoka's character which I'm not really going to go into because it's not more explained later on it's slightly spoilerish. Um, Aurene as well is quite quite an interesting character but a lot of her development I, I found was more in the second half than being in the first half of the film, which is why I'm not really going into those too much. But each right. character, each character up and even past that, the teacher. Um. <laughs> Wait, which
4: teacher are we talking about? Um, here? the new the not rookie Gucci.
0: teacher, the rookie teacher. Gucci was comic. Gucci, Gucci was comic relief.
4: Oh yeah, and he was the best comic relief ever. Everything he, was he was quite done, funny. He okay, was quite okay. funny. funny.
1: I'm, I'm gonna say it's this funny. now. He was probably the best character in the in the movie
0: no uh no so sure can
4: I
1: uh I think so he um, was funny
0: but no no, not the best.
4: I think,
1: I think he's the best character
4: no
0: no that's my what idea. way what way what way uh acting um acting. He... <laughs> <laughs> he what did he he was barely he in, didn't he... he didn't act he he had to he had to basically act the fool yeah
4: uh, that's not. Hard.
0: He had to sulk when he got ignored, and he had to—he yeah. had to get laughed at. Basically, that's all he had but to I, do.
1: But what I'm saying is, everyone else is not really setting a high standard.
4: What do you mean?
0: No. Even even if even if for even if but going by your stance, how you didn't think that Marmalade did the best job with their acting. Even if you go by that, I feel like the. Um, Senpai who's featured a lot um, in the early movie I've forgotten her name Um, she's quite a well developed character she kind of
4: just she she exists
0: but I think she does some quite good acting she's in like
4: three scenes
0: though oh no but I think what what I'm talking about is that even if you're going to say that like Mama Club didn't do a good job I think oh. so she did, and I think that the teacher, I would argue that she actually did the best role in the movie, I would argue.
1: Okay, but in my opinion, I don't like her. Why? Uh, the teacher, um, the rookie teacher. Because she is like God's gift to Earth for like half the movie. Uh, But she's like, um, well, this is actually a spoiler. So she, she then switches and then, uh, stuff happens. Um, anyway, I would like to segue into acting in this movie. And I would like to lay down my opinions on the acting in this movie. Mm. Uh, cause I think that's a big thing going into this, uh, during Tenshi Toe Jump, uh, their acting skills were still building and developing, and this <laughs> one, they're the best uh, out of all the films that they've done. Yeah. Um, however, I believe that they're not all cut out to be actors or actresses. Uh, at least Momo Klo, uh themselves, I would say Momoka had the best performance. Definitely, she was very convincing. Um, she had a very powerful character in the film, and I say the least was probably. A tie uh well i don't i wouldn't say it was a tie but rather i don't i don't include renny because she kind of was casted into a character that kind of fits uh her stage personality i would say actually arian is kind of on the bottom there um yeah
0: i can agree that i can agree with Aryan. i don't agree with momoka though
1: you don't think momoka was the best
0: no i i don't the the problem the problem i had with with momoka's character is that, i don't know there was something about her, like her lines which sort of for like for the train scene
2: yeah i know what you're talking about
0: i there was like i feel like um like, it, that's where like it's the bit the revelation about her character I'm not going to say what it is, but, like, it's a revelation about her character. And they go go on about it. And I feel like I'm supposed, like, her her acting there is a bit stiff. And it stifles the revelation in that scene. And I feel like Momoka is a bit stiff in a couple of points throughout the film. I think she does a good job still. But I think she's a bit stiff. I think the most natural act, like... Like, for the roles were Rennie because her role was a lot like her stage personality, so she didn't really arguably have to do much acting. To a degree, because she could almost be herself without it being yeah, she out was of just place.
1: Stage personality.
0: Yeah, and you could really tell that in so in some scenes that she was basically a stage personality. Um, I think. Kanako did a really good job with her role. And she was probably the best of the members.
1: Uh, well, here's what I have to say about that.
0: And then uh, Shirin, just cheering just behind that, I think Shirin did a good job.
1: Yeah, Shirin she did a good job. She did a pretty good job. Uh, Basically, her specific character, she has like a um kind of a struggle, Uh, like many of the other characters in this film but going back to kanako uh her character i honestly think that the character that she was trying to portray was definitely not uh her stage personality and i found that she i, I found that it was difficult for her to fit into this
4: character really yes no i think i think she fit it pretty
0: really well immensely.
2: i think i also think she did it pretty well
4: Here's the here's how I uh found oh, we're talking about Kaneko, right right her performance mm-hmm. I, and this isn't my this isn't a bias at all because I actually wrote this I um she was actually uh, what's uh drawing on uh an actual part of herself uh I'm trying to find what what exactly I wrote but it it seemed like she was um. Oh, what? What's I'm I'm missing the word. Um. She was uh trying to revert herself to a way, a certain way that she felt uh
1: before, tapping like into a different persona.
4: Yeah, like uh something like um for me. Well, I'm gonna be more specific then. Um, but I won't give away the spoiler if you know, just in case. Um. Like the the basically before Akari left, that sort of it, to me it felt sort of uh, like that. I, it's hard to explain, I and mean, I can't think of the without, word. Without it's driving. Without crazy. giving out spoilers um, here, yeah. I
0: think I think it's best to like while well, we can touch on how like how we thought about their acting. I think it's best to talk about how the characters develop in the. Go back to this topic next week. Like, for yeah. the characters. Because, like, while we can describe how what we overall thought of the roles, we can't really say how they managed to adapt to the changes in the role without really...
4: Right. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is... It definitely felt like that she was playing... Uh, she was taking something that she used to... Uh, she's basically identifying with the character from past experiences and then putting herself in those si- that situation again and moving on with that, with her performance. And for me, that's why I think her and Momoka were probably the two best.
0: Mm. In my opinion.
2: I, I, I kind of get what you're saying, yeah.
0: I get what you're saying. I just do feel like Momoka a bit stiff at times. Although well, she did, I, I think, overall like... do a good role.
4: The, the thing about I Momoka, feel like... though is that if you watch Tenshi to Jump and you uh, watch that scene where she first meets, uh, you know, Kanai, um, that's Mooka trying way too hard, and here it feels completely natural. Mm. You can tell when she's trying too hard uh, to act a certain way, and it doesn't come across very well at all, like in Tenshi to Jump
2: i kind of um, want to say that momoka did try too hard in some parts here really like f- yeah um the train scene the her, yes the exactly train her, her, the train scene
4: what do you mean the train scene you mean it when they're at the station yeah yeah no. i just revelation I
1: disagree.
4: scene i i disagree vehemently i'm gonna the have to
1: watch that scene because i really don't remember that much from it i mean so the, thing, the thing
4: the thing is her
2: her character is just so different from what she actually is like. So it must've been really hard for her to portray that sort of personality, especially when it culminates in the train scene where it goes all spiritual and stuff like that. You So I don't know. It might've been that it was just too unnatural for her to really do it. nat like 100% naturally. So, and it was noticeable to me.
4: I really don't. I, I mean, again, maybe, maybe you're right. But I didn't get that sense at all, because, I don't know, when when I first saw it, that idea that she was forcing something, um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, David, my opinion is the exact same, but with reverse. uh, So with Kaneko? Yeah, so with Kaneko.
4: Hmm. And oh, I liked my... Audien's character too. I thought she did really well.
2: I felt like what she was, was acting. She wasn't really um, given a lot of chances yeah. to shine. I th-
0: I so, think yeah. when she when she did the, the, act, he... she did a decent job. I just don't feel like she had enough. The the I I feel like of all the characters, I remember her character the least.
4: Yeah. Well, I think one of the problems is that the movie isn't long enough.
0: What? It's almost I, two hours. It, it's fine. I, I know, yeah,
4: but, I. But I personally... you have so many characters that you have to develop, some characters just. Actually, in my review, I actually wrote that, um, especially people who are looking for something, you know, something good from Renny, were going to be quote sorely disappointed because she didn't get much of a role at all. And I think part of it has to do, and that end, you know, the whole there was also a conversation about. The uh, conflict between uh, Momoka and uh, Shiori's character, like there was nothing from that, and people were complaining about that too, and I could see that too because, you know, it's longer.
0: Well, isn't so, isn't it based oh, on a book? Isn't the movie based on a book?
4: Yes, it is. Yeah,
0: I feel like they would like they did. It was just. One of the inevitable things where, when you're trying to adapt a book, some, not everything can get brought across.
4: Right.
0: It's a shame, but I just feel like, I feel like that's why, Arins and Renny's character sort of felt a bit left behind. You could his character
4: got left behind. No, at the end. no,
0: I I wouldn't say so. I think yeah, m- 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 like a lot. Sort
4: of established her character as sort of a, a princess, right? And then Moloka comes in, she gets jealous, they hate each other for a while, she says I'm sorry, and then that's the end.
3: I I don't think that uh, the reason, you know, that their characters suffer a little bit was because of the time. I think it was just because the fact that the movie centered around Saudi, and then because the other characters... You know, were right. part of the drama club with her and they were, you know, close friends. That's why they were in it as much as they were. But it wasn't too much about the rest of the characters. It was right. Almost. It was mostly just Saudi. And that's right. why those characters, I guess, suffered the way they did.
4: And yeah, I I'd agree with that. That's what I wrote in my review, too. I because uh, I addressed that problem. um and uh, I, I agree, and, um, but when it c- comes to like, the acting and the chances each of the members got to actually show what they were able to do, um, they weren't because they made those you know, cuts, you know what I'm saying?
3: Right. Out of all of them, though, I think that the one who did the most with what she was given was, uh, in my opinion, Shiori. Really? Because, yeah, I think she did the most of what she with what she was given. Because she, again, she didn't have nearly the amount of time that Kanako had on, you know, on screen.
0: No. But you felt and like.
3: I feel like the scenes that she did get, you know, she performed really well in, and she actually. Oh yeah. Made me like feel for her character and like understand her character.
4: I didn't feel like any of them, uh, really did. Uh, n- bad at all, actually. Um, no,
3: no, I agree.
4: Even I don't think Rennie, any of them did bad. He, Even really right. everything she could with the, right. criminally little screen time she had.
0: Well, she, it's yeah. not that she had criminally little screen time, it's just her character didn't develop in the screen time she had.
4: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still very little screen time.
0: Mm. You know what's
1: criminal? And I was discussing this before we started. You know what's criminal about this whole movie? What? Why did they not cast Hayami Akari? Why didn't they do it?
4: Yeah, she would have been really?
1: good
2: as the senpai that graduated, as really? li- a little, a little, you know, remember that.
4: Ah, oh, I didn't even think about that. I, you know, I feel funny. like I made a joke about that. Oh, sorry.
3: No, you you, you can go ahead.
4: I was, I was just going off on a little tangent. Um, you, c- uh, you can go first. All
3: right. Uh, with Akari, I feel like... Uh, I could be wrong, but I feel like she's trying to get away from, you know, her history with Momoko and stuff, and being in a movie with them wouldn't have helped her out all that much because she's trying to build something on her own. And yeah. I feel like that would have not done her too many
2: favors. Yeah, okay. when you Google Hayami Akari, you basically get Momoklo.
1: Yeah. I really mean, do. I I, I kind of feel like she has to accept that she's going to be part of that forever.
4: Especially yeah, since Clo is think... going
1: to get bigger and bigger.
3: Right, but I... it's doing a movie with them is not going to
2: help her build something on her own. No. I feel like. Anyway, I think I think Akati is personified in the movie through another thing.
4: Yeah.
1: But either way, they should have just had her as an extra like at that ending bit.
0: That would have well, been think, cool. But But I, what
3: Jake was saying.
4: Yeah. When I was uh when I first friend Victor, um he noticed it too. Uh and he pointed out the whole there there's kind of this importance put on, you know, the uh the person who was in charge of the drama club and Yoshi know, she graduated and stuff like that. There's like a big importance put onto her, but like you know, they go there's that scene and then you never see her again. It's like I turn to him and I'm like, You're never gonna see her again. And he says, I was just about to say
3: <laughs>
4: Wait, are you telling about But you, like, yeah, you Yeah, you see her
3: again. He's here for like a minute though.
4: Yeah, no, when? When they goes see that uh, play, and she's No yeah, a... that's what I'm talking about. Like they see her
1: backstage.
4: Yeah, but like she has a couple of lines. They say something. She goes away, and then she never. She... that's the end of the movie for her. Like she, she's gone, disposed of. But she was just back.
1: supporting cast, though. Uh, yeah, you see her again.
4: I, I... no, you don't.
2: Yes. I mean the whole struggle with maintaining the drama club is due to the fact that she did leave.
1: Yeah. It's kind of necessary for her to go.
4: I, I know, but I, I it it's like it's
1: like it's like uh Lion King, uh, Mufasa dies in the beginning of the movie, and you're like sitting halfway through, you're like, what the heck? Why isn't Mufasa <laughs> here? I I'm wanna not- see the, I wanna see more of that character.
4: It was, it was a joke. It was a yeah, joke. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I have a nostalgia critic type of idea uh, mentality whenever I watch movies in general. I always make jokes about it. I'm like, you're never going to see her again. <laughs> even though she's so important. I don't know. She should have been Akari. I out. constantly make fun of movies that I watch, even the ones that I like.
1: Akari should have said, you know what? I'm going to be a part of Momoclo forever. When they Google search me, they're gonna get Momo Close. So might as well be in the movie.
4: No, I, I think uh, she doesn't mind being associated with them because from all the interviews of her I've seen, like they always bring it up. It's kind of like Marty Fried with, Friedman with Megadeth. Like Friedman. every time, yeah. Every <laughs> every time <laughs> he he comes into an interview, they say something about Megadeth, you know? So like I don't think there's ever getting away from understands that but she i don't think at the same time she really minds it because um you know she doesn't dislike any you know the what happened you, you know what i'm saying i don't know i'm rambling
1: yeah.
4: uh yeah uh, i I, uh. I honestly
1: do hope in the future though that would be so cool movie
4: that would be awesome i hope it's good if they do I think, where,
0: I think where we are now, I don't think there's much more we can say about the film without going into spoiler territory.
4: I do think the writing was good for the movie.
0: Yeah, I think the writing um, was quite good. I can't remember
4: if cringy I have lines.
1: I have one more thing to say. Uh-oh. Uh, it's just like a little thing I, I, I kind of didn't like. Um, like, uh, Kanako is partially the narrator in this film. Right. But I, I felt like that if they wanted to do a narration thing, they should have you know put a lot of emphasis on it um, rather than this kind of half emphasis they have because there's this scene where she's talking to one of the teachers and she's saying things to the teacher with her mouth, but then immediately after, you get a glimpse in what's actually going on inside her head and um i have found that scene to be a bit weak on the delivery rather they didn't need the narration in that part because it was kind of just evident in konako's body language what was happening which, which scene and the narration about? beforehand uh it's the scene where she's about to um well is it spoilers should we save up for the next uh, next one yeah,
0: i to say leave it for it. the next one we have oh, okay. spoken quite a lot about a lot of different things. I think, nah, I think it's best time, like, best to get the spoilers, which we're going to leave till next week. Alright. Or next well, two weeks, two weeks, two to weeks.
1: That, look, yeah, look forward to that, in two weeks' time, um, the narration bit. Yeah. And
2: in the meantime, you should watch this movie, it's not bad at all.
0: Yeah. There's a lot yeah. that I've, I've, I could say that goes into spoiler territory, so I'm, You should definitely look forward to that because i have a couple of opinions on a couple of characters which i feel like would be better explained when we can go into details on stuff that happens later on right
4: and if you also feel up to it my review is still uh on that website so you can check it out at your own risk it is super long i probably wouldn't read it but (laughs) it's there (laughs) tldr As Angela called it, "freaking long." (laughs) (laughs) So yeah.
2: Tldr, Jake likes
1: it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: There you go. You don't need to read the whole five
4: thousand words. Jake thinks it's perfect. So. Oh man. Gucci's still good. Who's that? That's the guy, right? That guy.
2: Yeah, the guy who always gets
1: shafted.
4: The guy, yeah. Oh, and and uh, uh, Shiri's dad, the guy who the pro
1: wrestler the
4: strips, yeah, like, <laughs> he, know, Is like he a pro wrestler? Eddie's...
2: Yes, he is a pro
0: wrestler. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my the god, guy who cool. plays
3: Shiori's father is a pro wrestler.
0: I love that. So basically, you've got Shiri, Shiri he's supposed to be a princess in the film, and her father, the pro wrestler. Yeah,
4: <laughs> how about all those uh, cameos at the end? That
0: was oh yeah oh we'll talk, oh, about, we'll talk about those next that. time. I don't want to say all the cameos are.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, but they were cool though. Yeah, the yeah, cameos were awesome. I didn't. They, were they, they, they weren't like forced either. They just kind of appeared. and It's like oh look at that. Yeah,
2: it'd be something MomoClo fans would get another giggle out of.
4: Yeah. Well, and anyway. then they're also one of them was like a is a pop culture kind of guy, so everybody even hey, there, you know, it's that guy, <okay>. yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway,
3: so just about uh, is where thank we you, wrap
1: it up. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, I I think. So in two weeks' time, we'll cover Maca- Agaru again. We'll have more news. We will finish off Amaranthus. Might have an announcement on what will replace it as well.
1: Uh, we're gonna get you. We'll get back to you on the uh, email situation.
0: Yes, if we get if we get an email response, we'll have a little section discussing that. Uh,
1: hashtag emails. Show us the emails, Mark.
0: I will show you the emails if we get the email.
4: Up. Send me memes.
2: Hashtag wake up, Amerinofu. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. Wake just... up, Amerinofu. <laughs> I just heard, like, you guys started talking about backpacks, and, like, right after that, just like. Oh, boy. Like, right after you guys started. You missed a good chunk then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you missed Amaranthus. <laughs>
4: i know i woke up like right at the end of it perfect anyway, timing
1: be sure to follow us on twitter um be sure to follow us on uh youtube
4: if you follow me just be warned that i so, i'm up to a thousand a month so yeah
1: <laughs> oh yeah jake jake posts a lot but make sure that when you're looking at jake's post you click the little heart on there give him a like <laughs> On every single Showed, one he posts, it oh, shows man. them you love him. Yeah. You don't even have to read it. Just,
4: just hit the like button.
1: Don't have to. Well, read.
3: Smash you know, that like button. You should read it because it's, it's pretty
4: good stuff. Leaf a like.
0: Smash <laughs> that like button.
4: Like Leafy is here. No.
0: Smash that like.
4: No, leaf a like.
0: Like speaking to
4: Leave a like and you get your very own legendary Pokemon. This is not a scam. <laughs> There, now you can put Leafy is here in, the, in a, the tags and this will show up so more people will watch it. Mm. YouTube politics. Man. The wrong people will watch week.
1: it. The wrong people will watch it. We're part <laughs> of the resistance. Yeah. The part of the resistance. We're bringing Momoclo to the masses. Wake up,
4: <laughs> we always Alex yes, Jones? His, and anyway, cat wake, wake up.
2: Oh, hashtag God. wake God. Mark up inside.
1: Okay, let's end the podcast
0: yes. already. Uh... Yes, we, we are just rambling at this point. So thank you for listening. And we will see you in Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And you you for listening. For
4: listening. watch the movie tonight because I'm going to.
0: Yes, watch the movie. Uh, or watch it again.